We are back. We are back. How you doing? How are you doing? I am doing. I'm Fred. I'm Adrian. We're F and A. How we doing today? We got a decent show. Yes, we do. What do we got? We do. We got Conjuring. The Conjuring streaming now. The devil made me do it. HBO Max. Yes, and we also have. Loki. Loki, episodes one and two. Yes. Uh, both now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Absolutely. And then uh, to start off, I got a little bit of Spider-Man 3 news. Woohoo! Uh, at this point, this, this news here, it, every day we've been getting new stuff. Yeah. As far as um, Spider-Man 3, a trailer release date, and um, more... more uh, more stuff has come out from some of the so-called actors that are or are not attached to this project. I know. We don't know what to believe so, anymore. So. This here, I got the rumor train is on full throttle. Now, as the anticipation builds for the trailer, we have multiple rumor dates for okay. when the trailer will come out. And every single one of them has not panned out yet. Um, I think it's coming soon, though. People are kind of speculating the around the 22nd of July. July? Okay. Yes, to tw- around the 22nd of July. And here's the reason. Okay. Okay. Um, Loki will have finished its run by this point. Okay. It, it's six-episode run. So any multiversal uh, informational leaks between now and then that could affect the outcome of the Loki show, they're trying to avoid. Okay. Okay. Also, uh, Black Widow will have had a chance to be in the theaters. Uh, it'll be in the theaters for about two weeks at that point. So that's the average that these studios like to give uh, a movie right out the gates to make their money with nothing else interfering with its spotlight. Even a trailer. Okay. Even a trailer with uh, with how much hype is built up around this this movie, Spider-Man 3. Even that could shadow Black Widow. Well, with all this news, like, more and more coming out about it, I'm very, very excited to see it. I am super excited. Um, Is there a release date yet? Did you say? It's around around Christmas. Christmas? Yes. It'll be out for Christmas this year. 2021. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, An international Sony outlet for Brazil released a title last week, and it was, you know, Spider-Man... Not no way home, but it was written in their in the Spanish mm-hmm. and Brazilian, yeah, their 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 Spanish language, and um, at the end of it, there was like a glitch effect. Okay, okay, and it this glitch effect has got uh, fans speculating on, of course, the the multiverse and the the spider spider verse. Okay, um, into the spider verse, the movie. Whenever that trailer released, and even for the second one that's coming out, that's a big effect that they use uh, during their promotional materials is that glitch effect. Okay. So they're trying, I think they're kind of tying the live action Spider Man's with the Into the Spider Verse. But I thought we had already gotten this glitch effect back when they uh, released the title of the Spider Man movie. So I think it I think it has more to do with the multiversal aspect of the film more than bringing in a cartoon universe into the live action. Yeah. At this point. Who knows? Um, Also, I got something else on Spider-Man three. Okie doke. Um, Recently in an interview 
William Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. uh, was asked about uh, upcoming projects and anything that he could, you know, talk about. And the way he answered was very interesting. You know, um, he had said, he'd mentioned a, f- a few things that he is working on. And then he said that there's a couple things that he would prefer not be talked about until the studio feels it's the right time. Right. And okay. And here's the thing with that. There's not a whole lot of films that get made that are super hush hush. Yeah. Like Marvel or star Wars or some of these other bigger, big name projects. Yeah. There's no, usually they, they announce the cast years in advance, you know, and we get all kinds of information to the lead up. Yeah. You know, most of the time people don't even care. So him just saying that, that he would prefer till the, you know, wait until the studio feels it's the right time for this information to come out. A lot of people are speculating that it has, uh, has to do with his involvement with Spider-Man three. <sighs> I think he's huh. definitely. I think he's definitely gonna show up in Spider Man Three. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. I think he's gonna come back as um, the Green Goblin. The rumor is that he's gonna be the main villain in Spider Man Three. So Green Goblin. Hello. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So nobody else could do that role but Willem Dafoe. I, I kind of hope they give him an updated costume. I'd like to see an updated MCU esque cost him i couldn't see them giving him the original no no they would have to give him an updated one something updated yeah it's it's 2021 well when was the uh the first spider-man when was that made which one toby mcguire Mcguire? and defoe gee that was back in what 2000 2001 yeah something like that so they would have to update his costume maybe you know what i mean but um you know we've gotten rumors of jamie fox coming uh into this this movie as well and we got that news over a year ago when he had tweeted something about it yeah he had tweeted that he was going to return as electro and this time he was not going to be blue because remember he was not going to be blue yeah remember he was blue and it was kind of dumb yeah well this time he you know that's kind of saying that he's going to get the updated mcu treatment and get maybe a, a more comic book accurate costume. Well, let's hope for that. I'm hoping. Absolutely. So, as of now, we got Willem Dafoe, rumored to be in there. Um, uh, Alfred Molina, pretty much confirmed because he's talked about it. Doc Ock. Jamie Foxx, pretty much confirmed because he tweeted about it. And then, you know, he removed the tweet very quickly. Yep. Um. Just this morning, one last thing. Just this morning, I seen a quick video of Tobey Maguire being spotted on the scene. So, hopefully we get that trailer here soon. I know, and I'm uh, some of these questions it. can be put to rest. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, very notes. much. Well, we watched recently. When was that? Um, last... last. I don't know, it was a couple days ago. A couple days ago, yep. yeah. Anyways, we watched The Conjuring 3, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I believe this is the eighth installment of The Conjuring series because of, you know, the Annabelle movies and everything. Correct, yes. So, this was, the title of this was The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Okay. Okay. Uh, starring uh, Vera Farmiga as 
Lorraine Warren and mm-hmm. Patrick Wilson as Ed Warren. So they rep- reprised their roles. They came back. Absolutely. Hey, here's a quick question. Yes. Um, did they ever show up in any of the spinoff movies? I know that they were the 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 main leads of mm-hmm. the Conjuring, the three main Conjuring movies. But like in Annabelle, or uh, what was that one? The Nun. Did they show up in any of those ones? The Nun, I don't believe so. As far as the Annabelle movies, they might have, but um, I don't think. Okay. I was just because wondering. I remember watching uh, the, the first Annabelle movie where it was like set back in like the 60s. I vaguely remember watching that with you. Yeah, you remember I, that? I'm pretty sure that we liked it. Yeah. Um, oh, that was the one with the, um, it was the cult, correct? At the beginning. And it was like the Sons of the Ram or something. And they, they remember they broke into the house and murdered that family. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That and, was, yeah, that was that, the one. They were yeah. worshiping that, that, that uh, demon. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. So do and I. And the only reason I know this is because I seen a pretty interesting YouTube video the other day about the demon that possessed the Annabelle doll. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know what you're talking about, but I can't yeah. really remember. Only because I vaguely remember the Annabelle movie because yeah. it was like it was okay, but I wasn't like into it like I was the Conjuring movies. Yeah, well, the original Conjuring was the greatest for me. Yeah, um, Conjuring Two was also okay. This one, I would say, I got to chalk it up to like. Mm, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was the most like boring out of the three. Was wandering. it? Um, if you if you had to give it a one one out of ten, a one out of ten, one, one would, to ten, what would you give it? Five, five, five. Yeah. Um, I'm probably probably at about a four. A four. Yeah. Out of out of the three Conjuring movies, I agree. This is definitely the worst one. Yes. Um, I didn't really care for the whole legal aspect of the whole thing. Well, I was just about to say, let me get into the whole story of it. Basically, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren, they take on... spoiler territory? Yes. uh, Real quick. I'll throw a spoiler in at the beginning. Okay. Spoilers. Spoiler. Yeah. Right here. Okay. Now, on we go. Okay. Paranormal investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Okay. Okay. Uh, this movie, uh, is based on one of their most, uh, sensational cases of their career. Okay. Um, they've had a lot of big ones like the Amityville horror one. They took on that one, the original conjuring. This Mm -hmm. is just another one. Uh, this is a case of Arnie Johnson who claimed possession was the cause of murder. Wasn't that he is, uh, the first one in history. Well, uh, this took place in 1981 in Connecticut, and okay. the first American murder trial to claim demon possession okay. as defense. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a hard pill to swallow for the for an av- for, the, for your average person. Absolutely. You know, especially with how violent the crime was, and. You know, uh, human nature is you want you seek justice, you want justice. Yeah, and you're not you're not buying this supernatural element. Pretty you much, see- it was the first time that the devil was on trial. Yeah, right. It, kind like, of. Yeah. yeah, kind of. Yeah, and like you said, a lot of people don't believe 
in the devil, they don't believe in supernatural. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a far-fetched thing to claim, oh, well, that's... The devil made me do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So um, basically, Arnie Johnson uh, was charged with murder when Bruno Sauls, um, who was Arnie and his girlfriend at the time, um, num, 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 num. What was her name? I don't name? think num, 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 num was in this movie. Debbie. Sorry. Okay. Arnie's girlfriend was Debbie Glatzel at the time, who okay. later she became married to Arnie. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, her and Arnie's landlord was Bruno. Um, oh my gosh, I just lost my freaking place. Yeah, Bruno Saul. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was their land. Yeah, <laughs> that was their landlord. Okay, and he was found stabbed 22 times. Oh my, 22 times. Yeah, is that? I can't remember. Did they? Did they mention that in the movie? Yes. That 22 times. Yes. That's. Yes. Oh, my God. And what happened was how he got caught, Arnie, was because he was walking down the road mm-hmm. after he did it. And, of course, Arnie it's Covered says, in blood. Yeah, Arnie says he has no recollection. Like, he doesn't even remember anything right. that happened. He said that he was walking down the road. Uh, actually, a cop car pulled up, like, beside him, like, behind him. And they were like, hey, or, you know, you need help, you mm-hmm. know? And he turned around, he was just covered in blood, and the right. cops were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, right. And then after that, that's when they went to— I mean, um, what would you think if you pulled up behind somebody? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And and you pull up behind this person, and they look fine. They yep. just, you know, hey, but, hey, buddy, you need some help? Yeah. And he turns around, and he's just head to toe, completely covered in blood? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was— Freak me out. Fucked. Sorry. Freaked up. <laughs> Okay, so basically, there you go. Excuse me. So basically, this all started back in the summer of 1980 when Debbie, Arnie's girlfriend at the Mm -hmm. time, Debbie Glassell's 11-year-old brother David was possessed by a demonic entity. Yep. Okay. And after... They they show... That's where the movie starts, right? It jumps right into this story. Into David's possession. Yes. 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 And oh my God, was this a creepy sequence. Oh man, this was the very creepy part of the movie. I'm going to say this. This is probably one of the better portions out of the entire film. Absolutely. Because it it makes you go like, oh my God. And like, So basically... That's two different emotions. (laughs) Oh my God and... <laughs> so basically, after the Glatzells, the whole family witnessed David, you know, going through all these things firsthand, such as scratches and bruises on right. his body, uh, as well as David speaking in a demonic uh, language and voice. Mm-hmm. Like it was a language that nobody ever heard before. Right. Um, after that, they decided to call Ed and Lorraine Warren. Because they were up in Connecticut, and the Warrens were known in the New England states. Right. Well, that's where know? they were from. Exactly. So uh, they called the Warrens, and the Warrens decided, once they came and investigated, they decided that David needed an exorcism. Right. And basically, this exorcism took several weeks. Oh, my. It took several weeks until eventually Arnie, you know, was like, you know, this is an 11-year-old kid. You know, this is my soon-to-be brother-in-law, you know, because right. he knew he was going to propose to Debbie. Mm-hmm. 
and he basically challenged the demon that was inside of David and right. was like, leave him alone. He's 11 years old. No, 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 no. They Come were getting, to me. They were getting close too, weren't they? Yes. They were almost they were almost finished with this exorcism. Yeah. And basically he said, you know, leave this 11-year-old Never boy taunt alone. the devil. No. What's the matter with you? Don't fuck with Ouija boards, man. We, you hear tons of devils yeah. like possessions and shit from anytime you are experiencing with the paranormal when you are trying to do even a séance. You know, per se. Yeah. Not only are you inviting spirits, but you are inviting evil, demonic. Yeah. Just don't do it. They're not happy ghosts. Don't do it. Don't. You ain't do bringing it. Casper. All the happy ghosts, they they move on. Yeah. It's the angry ones that stick around. Well, it's it's the evil ones that kind of you know slip yeah. in behind the good ones. Oh yeah. And then that's how they get in. Oh yeah. So yeah, like They're I was saying, you. Arnie, he challenged. The demon and the demon basically was like, all right, Alrighty. left David, went right into Arnie. And um, now in the movie, it portrayed that Ed saw mm. the demon go into Arnie. Now, right. I don't know if that was true in real life. You're right. that, and, you know, they got they got to they change gotta certain Hollywood. aspects of the movie. It's Hollywood. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure that Lorraine Warren didn't run off the side of a cliff. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Now, boiler alert again. Basically, you know, um, it was, yeah, exactly. Uh, it was it in a trailer, people. Yeah. Now, Bruno Sauls didn't get murdered like right after that. It, yeah. it took a while right. because the demon basically like laid it bay. Basically, well, in the movie they showed it, it slowly progressed. You know, yes. at first it was sounds, he was hearing sounds, and then. Then it was hallucinations, and then it was contact, yep. and then all then the devil took control, and he fucking murdered a guy. Yeah, excuse he, my uh, language. Yeah, he he murdered a guy. Yeah, in in the movie, Arnie saw his landlord as basically like a demon, like yeah. this scary, like ooh, fucked up demon, and coming at him, and right. that's why he stabbed him. Right now, if that's what Arnie was saying in true in you know well, real life who, who knows it's hard to say yeah it's, it's hard very to hard to say but basically hey who knows uh his family was just recently involved with an exorcism yeah and what a hey everyone was believing this exorcism stuff i want to go kill this guy i'll just blame it on the devil yeah who knows being the average guy in the courtroom that's what people were thinking yeah, yeah. absolutely well on November 24th, 1981, mm -hmm. Arnie Johnson was convicted of first-degree manslaughter. Yep. Uh, he was sentenced to 10 to 20 years in prison, but he only served five on good, be uh, bleh, on good behavior. Five years? Five years. And he was out. And him and Debbie got wow. married. Wow. And uh, to this day, like, there are so many... You know, people that no. If hold on, they convicted him. They convicted him, right? Yeah. They convicted him of first degree mm -hmm. murder. Yeah, and he only did five years on good behavior. Yeah, with good behavior, mm -hmm. that don't yeah. make sense. Maybe because they came around to believing that demonic possession not could. Not no, I'm not buying case. that. I'm not buying that. Okay, well, either way. Yeah, he was let out after five years. Him and Debbie. And they had their happily ever after. Yeah, but here's the 
like little spin here is um more demons no 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 oh. there I was are maybe you got possessed again no murdered there, there are and a we'll lot... get conjuring four shut up <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people that do not believe this and there are a lot of skeptics of the warrens there are a lot of people that say that ed and lorraine only do and, and say these stories. They were the most successful con They're the most successful con artists in history. Exactly. And then there's others that say absolutely not. They they're the real deal. Well, and let, they helped us. Let and me, Arnie and Debbie, Glass, well Debbie Johnson, I should yes. say now. They both um, confirm that this case is real. And and they thank the Warrens so much because they were like, oh my god, they helped us so much. Same with the well, Perrin family. Of course, they're, the they're going to agree. Well, the Perrin family from the first Conjuring, mm -hmm. and the um, oh, I can't even remember the second ones from England. Yeah, all of them were saying, hey, they helped our family. Well, if it wasn't for the Warrens, listen, ugh, I'll tell I you this much: I'm not the biggest believer of the paranormal. I believe but, in Ed and Lorraine but, Warren. But I ain't. I would never touch that Annabelle doll. No, no. I ain't no. risking it. No. It now, may or may not be true, but I tell you what, my belief is enough that I ain't touching that shit. Yeah. Like, Ed and Lorraine Warren are deceased now. Mm -hmm. uh, rest in peace. Uh, Lorraine actually passed away not too long ago. I, th I believe it was last year or the yeah. year before. I can't remember. Um but her son-in-law, Tony, uh, actually runs the Ed and Lorraine Warren YouTube channel now. And I watch a lot of their videos. Okay. So basically, it's him. Yeah, and, go check them up. Yeah, definitely. It's him and his wife, Judy, mm -hmm. who um, Ed and Lorraine's daughter is Judy, who he's married to. They basically run the museum now that has the Annabelle doll. Annabelle doll yep. And... They still do tours and everything into the occult museum there. And I watched a video. Anytime they need to take Annabelle out of that case, like every day they have a priest that comes in and actually blesses that museum because everything in that museum is a cursed object. Yeah. Including like Annabelle right. is the worst of the worst. Mm -hmm. And anytime they need to take Annabelle out of the case, they... They have like a whole ritual going oh, I'm on. Sure. It is freaked out, like you said. No way would I ever taunt, tap on that glass because she's behind a glass case. I wouldn't do nothing. Nope. I'd be so scared to mess with Annabelle. I don't even want to go in that museum. I'd like to go to the museum to see, but I wouldn't touch anything because no. that's what they tell you. Yeah. You can go in, you can see, but don't touch anything. If, it, if you well, touch something, then it see, can get attached to you. That kind of increases my disbelief a little bit right there. Because if this stuff really was so dangerous, are you really going to trust the common public to just come in there and look at this shit? Well, like he, like they said, if you touch it, then it can pass on to you. Right. And that's why they have, you know, people there make sure, like, to make sure that people don't touch it. I but if, you also no, have to sign here's my, something. No, here's my point. Here's you my, have to sign something it before doesn't you matter. go in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Here's my point. That's, that'd be like having a nuclear bomb with a very fragile switch on it and letting people come in and going, hey, just don't press the button. Come on in. You can come look at this nuclear bomb, but just don't press that, that button. If you touch it, we're all going to die. 
Right? No. So you they, take them they, into this museum with all these haunted artifacts, right? Got all this stuff that's possessed by the devil. And if you touch it, this shit's going to follow you home. And then all kinds of bad shit's going to fucking happen. Okay. If it was that dangerous, I do not see it being on display for the public to just mosey on through. And Okay, well, like I was saying, I, I believe now I'm not saying that this is for sure. I believe that you have to sign something before you go in, but okay. maybe you don't. Either way, you go in at your own like free will. Your own fruition, like you, you get, get to it. go in. I get it. I get it. You sign a waiver and you go in. I get it. But even if you don't sign a waiver, like they're basically saying, "Hey, this." Well, if you don't you sign enter- a waiver, they're not going to let you in. I don't know. Yeah, they're not going to let you in if you don't sign the waiver. Either way, you go at your own risk. Okay, yeah. and they're saying, "Hey, this shit is demonic. It's bad. Don't. It's touch bad. It. Don't touch it. If you touch it." Nothing I can do for you. Yeah. You did it at your own free will. Well, you make so. your own choice, and, and I'm very yeah. curious on what you think. So let us know down in the comments if uh, you, if you think this stuff is true, if you don't think it's true. I believe if in Ed would, and Lorraine. I want to know if you would touch that Annabelle doll. Let me know down below if you would touch that Annabelle doll. No. No. What about if it was like, here, I'll give you a million dollars, but you got to. Pick up the Annabelle doll. What good is a million dollars going to do me if I have a fucking demonic spirit? Or no, I'm sorry, demonic spirits don't exist. It's just yeah. a, a demon. What good would a million dollars do me if I had a demon attached well, to me and I'd be dead in three months? The first $100,000 would go to a priest <laughs> for a, a good exorcism. Get yeah. rid of that fucking thing. Because yeah. they got yeah. rid of it for once. They put it in a doll. We'll just put it in another doll. No, no, I don't. I don't mess around with that. Thank you. I have Jesus on my side, so just okay. saying. No, thank you. Onwards. Onwards. Uh, Loki. <laughs> I've been super excited for this show. Yeah, me too. I've been chomping at the bit for this one. Even uh, I, I can say, even before we seen Wandavision. We we had heard of WandaVision. We knew when it was coming and some of these other shows. We knew the lineup. Yeah. Loki was probably, it was my most anticipated show. See, I was more anticipating WandaVision yeah. than Loki. But then after WandaVision was done, I really wanted Loki. Yeah. Like, I know that um, Falcon and Winter Soldier came and, you know, yeah, I was eager to watch it, but like I wasn't really like pumped like well, I was they're, for Loki. They're they're very different stories. Yeah, but Even, I was more pumped for Loki. And I would say if you had to put them in, if it put all three of these shows into two categories, WandaVision and Loki would go together into the same category. Yeah, because they're both really weird, and they they they, they uh, deal with some. Um, Keep you guessing, man. What they, no, it's not so much to keep you guessing because there's there's mi- mystery elements in, in the other shows. Yeah. But this is more of like a mystical, magical uh, type of story where Falcon and Winter Soldier is more of your your spy thriller. Yeah. Uh, governments, you know, going against each other. James Bondish type show. Yeah. You know. But even with the mystical elements, it still keeps you guessing. You know, like. 
Mm-hmm. Is it this person? Is it that person? Right. You know, you know. Yeah. That's what I like about it. So. And this show, I'm telling you, hey, after hey, the hey, first hey. spoilers. Oh yeah, spoilers, spoilers. for uh, Loki episode one and two. One and two. Yes. It did not disappoint. Right yeah. off the get, it it opens up. Loved it. R- opens up hard. It opens up heavy. It uh, yep. jumps right in from the events of Endgame. The last time we seen Loki. Uh, the New York City version of Loki. After after he was captured, remember he grabbed the uh, tesseract mm-hmm. and then he disappeared. Yeah. Well, we haven't. We had no idea what happened to that version of Loki, where he went or anything yeah. until now. Yep. And he didn't make it very far. Mm-hmm. Um, right after he had picked up that tesseract and blasted through the portal, he went back in time to uh, it was someplace in Mongolia. It was a desert in Mongolia. Yeah. And middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. And the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, yep. instantly arrives and arrests him. Yes. Absolutely. Um, now, the TVA, they they don't like Loki. Like, they don't like any, any variants. They, yes. I don't think they really care for anybody that's not part of their organization. Yeah. But especially Loki, they don't trust him. Right. They know... He is very uh, deceitful, untrustworthiness, you know, uh, it's all that balled into one. We also learned throughout the first two episodes um, that the Loki variant, they've they've had to go after more Loki variants than any other type of variant. So they're pretty... Which is funny. (laughs) They're pretty familiar with Loki. Yeah. Somewhat. They they still learn a, a couple few things. You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, hey, real quick, we forgot to say that episode one, mm-hmm. the title of it is Glorious Purpose. Glorious Purpose. Yes. I and, am Loki of Asgard. There and you I go. am burdened with glorious purpose. Yep. Great Just line. wanted to throw that out there. Starring Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. as the god of mischief himself, Loki. Yep. Um, we all know him from the previous installments of Thor in the Avengers movie. He's actually the uh, reason that the Avengers came together in the MCU. Uh, Loki had attacked New York. Mm-hmm. And um, spoilers for the first Avengers movie, but he kills Phil Coulson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, causes the aliens and shit to come down yes, to New and, York. And, the, and that's what brought the Avengers together. Yes. Um, we also have Owen Wilson as Mobius M. Mobius. Yeah. And uh, this is his MCU debut. He I has know. not shown up yet. I love Owen Wilson. He's I, so funny. I, I've, I've liked a lot of his movies over He's the years. He's always played such a great character. Now, Mobius M. Mobius is a TVA agent that was created by the Timekeepers to hunt down the most dangerous of the time variants. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, we also have Gugu... Gugu, uh, excuse me if I mess this up, Gugu Mimbatha-Ra as Ravana Renslayer. Okay. Okay, that's the judge. That's her name. That's That's her her name? That's her real name, yeah. Gugu? Gugu. Mimbatha-Ra. Wow. Judge Renslayer is a high-ranking official at the TVA who oversees the trials of the variants that derail the sacred timeline. Yeah. She also approves the missions, including Mobius's risky attempt to bring Loki into the field. 
Yeah. I got that from Collider. Yeah, he wants basically Loki to help him capture Loki's variant. Mm-hmm. You know? He thinks that by understanding this Loki, mm-hmm. it'll help him understand the other Loki. Yes. Yes. Uh, Tara Strong as the voice of Miss Minutes. I love her. She's so cute. The, the little clock animation. I love her. She's so cute. The Tara Strong. She's been in the. She's been in the business for quite some time. She is. Yeah. Uh, she was the original voice of Harley Quinn, in Batman the Animated Series. You did tell me that. Also yes. uh, known for other shows like Powerpuff Girls, uh, My Little Pony. I just love her in this one because she got that sweet Southern accent. Uh-huh. You know. Hey there, uh, Loki. Rugrats. That was actually pretty good. I know. That's why I said it. Um, Who'd she play on Rugrats? I'm not sure. Mm. Tommy? Was it Tommy? Maybe. Tommy Pickles. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. One me, Masaku, is Hunter B-15. She is an original character based off of the TVA troopers that are in the comic books. Okay, Um, that's the 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 chick that really doesn't like Loki, the one that arrested him right off the get. Yeah. Then we have Sasha Sasha Lane as Hunter C twenty. Sasha. Sasha. What I say? Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, you said Sasha. Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) Shamalama Ding Dong. Shamwow. <laughs> Shamu. <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> Shapow. Okay. Swam me. All right, Sasha Lane. You hun- said it again, Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> All right, she plays Hunter C20, another original character uh, based off the TVA troopers from the comics. Yes. Um... She was the one at the very beginning of episode two mm-hmm. that um, that our variant Loki took over. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, Eugene Cordo as Casey. This is the gentleman inside the TVA that collected the Tesseract from Loki. And then when Loki went looking for it, he found the drawer full of Infinity Stones. Okay, and he yeah, threatened yeah, yeah. to turn him into a fish, and he's like, I don't know what a fish is. Yeah, and he was like, oh, we just use these Infinity Stones. Some use them as paperweights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like the dummy of the office. Well, they don't know any better. They mm. they were created for the TVA and that's for it. said purpose, and that's all they do. Um, Where are we at? Sophia DiMartino as, we're gonna, at this point, we're going to call her Lady Loki. Lady Loki, but some people are thinking. We'll get into that later. Okay. As of right now, until we're told otherwise, it's Lady Loki. Lady Loki. Okay. Um, Richard E. Grant, we haven't seen him yet, but he is rumored to be in this show. And a lot of people are speculating that he could be playing an old man uh, variant of Loki. Which we'll get into a little bit more later, I have a yeah. theory. All this time stuff confuses me, man. It's tricky. It's very It can be tricky, but I, I tell you what, I love a good time story. Yeah, you're obsessed with it. I, I, I'll, little, the short, uh, there's a couple shorts on YouTube I found yep. that are like time travel stories. I always have to ask him, I'm like, it. wait a minute, I don't get it, I'm lost, what does this mean? Okay. Yeah. 
that's the main cast. Like I said, Richard E. Grant, we're kind of speculating he's going to be an old man uh, Loki. But who is the story about? Okay? In the first episode, uh, Judge Renslayer, when Loki was on trial, she looked at Loki and Loki said that this isn't your story. It never was. Was that a hint to the audience? Telling us that this isn't about the Loki that we're used to. We're not. It's not the Tom Hiddleston. It's going to be this variant Loki. It's going to be this other one. And then also, I don't. Know. Okay, check this out. In the beginning of episode two, okay, right. Um, the song choice for whenever our variant Loki took over the mind of uh, what was it, Hunter B twenty. I believe so, yeah. Sasha Lane? You got it. You got it. Okay. You got it. Um, the song choice was Bonnie Tyler's I Need a Hero. That's a very strange yep. song choice to be playing while a villain, right? The villain of the story is yeah. taking out a bunch of the good guys. Correct? Correct. Because it's about needing a hero. Now... Could that maybe be trying to speak on behalf of the TVA agents? Like, they need a hero because they're getting their asses whooped? Or could it be the fact that the time variant... Is it... The time, time variance authority. That's it. The TVA. The, they could be the bad they guys. They could be the bad guys. And that, you know, they need a hero to save people from the TVA. We don't know. Which is Lady Loki. And she's, by the end of yeah. this story, we could end up finding out that she's the hero of the story. Very well could be. But is it in fact Lady Loki? Not sure yet. See, exactly. um, some people spotted online on one of the international versions of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, on Disney Plus in another country. When they rolled the credits... Okay, Mm -hmm. in the United States, where it said um, uh, for uh, Sophia DiMartino, yeah, she was listed as variant. Okay, okay. In other countries, uh, in a select other country, it was listed as Sylvie. And who is Sylvie? I'm getting there. Sylvie Lushton. Okay, Sylvie Lushton, a.k.a. Enchantress, is a character from Marvel Comics. Okay. All right, now this is from Marvel Fandom. Sylvie Lushton was just an average girl living in Broxton until the Asgardians moved their home of Asgard to Oklahoma. Now, if you remember in episode one, when they showed the variant taking out that group of TVA agents, (coughs) remember when she lit the field on fire? Yeah. That was in Oklahoma. Okay. Not long after that, Sylvie woke up one day with magical powers. Unbeknownst to Sylvie, these powers were given to her by Loki. For yet unknown purposes. With her new powers, Sylvie moved to New York City to become a superhero and join the Avengers. She chose to take on the name and style of Amora the the Enchantress... And speaking in a faux Asgardian manner. Faux as. 
However, later when Loki personally explains Sylvie's existence, he states that he liked the idea of creating a mortal that suspects she is one of the Asgardians. So is it, a, it is assumed that she was, in fact, never alive until she was created by Loki. Her entire existence and memories perhaps being part of this. That's the Marvel Comics origin of the character. But you know they're going to go a different way. Well, you know, it could be. It could be either. Because they want to change it up. They always want to change it up. Absolutely. Now listen, it could be Lady Loki, Mm -hmm. or it could be Enchantress, or it could be a combination of the two characters. There ain't no reason why Marvel can't take two characters and mesh them together for a story. They've done it before. Yeah, that's true. That's Prime true. example for uh, on uh, Iron Man two, Whiplash was a combination of Whiplash and another character. Yeah. from the comic books. Yeah, so there ain't nothing you know that could stop them from doing that. Um, when we did get the big reveal at the end of episode two of the variant Loki, her crown was right out of the the pages of the comic books of okay. um, a, Agent of Asgard, and that was a version of Loki that wore the crown with the one horn broke. There was one thing that we were talking about, and I'm, I'm still thinking about this since you brought it up. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, when she, like, would go up to people and, and touch their heads. Yes. Okay? Yes. You would see the green... Kind right. of go to their eyes, and like you said, Wanda did that. Yes, it, but it was like red. Wanda Maximoff did that, but it was red, and it would control. Agatha them. did it too, and it was purple. Exactly. So, could she be like a witch or something? Well, like, that kind of goes with the Enchantress theory. Yeah, Enchantress. Yeah. He was a witch. He was because, a witch type yeah. character. Because remember. But it, like I said, it could be a combination of the two. It could be, and I'm, and I was actually thinking that we could possibly find out that Richard E. Grant, mm-hmm. he's going to show up as, in this show as an old version of Loki, and maybe that this female variant is working for or with, or like it said in the comic origin, was created by this old variant of Loki. Yeah. And created created her, and they, and you know, for the character, they just, as of right now, she looks like Lady Loki, but then we'll, we find out that she was created by Old Man Loki, and she's actually Enchantress. I could ver- very much see that. That's true. That's true. Especially with, you know, with, with the magic like you were talking about. I mean, yes. the animation style that they chose... Was it's identical. Ex- it was identical to how they identical. represent that in WandaVision. Yes. Or even, you know, she did the same thing in the uh, Avengers Age, Age of Ultron. When she was taking over the Avengers' minds, it was yes. the, the red magic. So, yeah. Just one like that. Right. Weird. But also the TVA did mention um, prior to them going um, to, what was it, the Rocks Cart grocery store. Okay, prior to going there, yeah. they had a, like a little meeting there, and they had the holographic um, picture where they were showing the very, very different variants of Loki. Mm-hmm. And when they were doing showing that, Mobius was talking about how 
This is where he mentioned that we've taken out more versions or of this variant than any other. And they normally, you know, they have different power sets, but they normally have these ones. And he started listing, uh, 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 he started listing out a couple different power sets. Yeah. And that's when Loki chimed in and was like, you know, losing projection and duplication casting are two different things. Yeah. Right. So he was basically saying that each and every one of these different Lokis has this particular power set in common. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, they each have something different. So that that goes along with this female variant having these magic powers that um, that we haven't seen Loki use before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, when in, in the second episode, mm. which is titled the variant. Yes. Um, when they go to the store. Okay. And <clears throat> excuse me, they, um, you know, they split up and everything and Loki eventually finds lady Loki. Yes. And she says to him, again, this isn't about you. Right. Right. So that's the se- two episodes. Second time. In each episode, they, they, it was said. Yep. So in episode one, Ravonna Renslayer told Loki, told Loki that this was not about him. Mm-hmm. This story was never about you. Now in episode two, we have this female variant Lady Loki telling him, this isn't about you. Yeah. But what I was going to say as well, uh, you notice as soon as she said that, that's when those little bombs that the TVA uses. The uh, reset charges. Yeah. We, yes. I don't know why we call them bombs, but. The reset charges. Tons of them. And all of a sudden, it just went down these little square portals because you see the TVA going through time like doors. doorways. Yeah. Time doors. Time doors. Okay. You see the TVA going through time doors, okay? Like, fit for a human to go through. Yes. But there was a little square. Time doors. Small enough for the little tubes. Reset charges. Reset tubes charges to go down. I'm going to call them reset tubes because they're tubes. They're reset charges. That's what they're called. Carry on. The tubes go down the time doors. And there's tons of them. Yes. Where did they all go? Well, um, and what the hell is the reason for it? And also, you see the timeline and the branch is going fucking chaotic. Haywire. haywire. Oh, yeah. And what does that mean? Well, What's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's chaos. If you look on, actually on a few different computer screens, um, Ravonna Renslayer, they, they show a quick glimpse of her screen. There's a couple marquees. That have you know the uh, like the time t- the ticker going by yeah um, on these different uh, screens you can see names of different places and times and people are thinking you know obviously these are all the different places that she sent the reset charges to yeah um, if you go and look up who who was it that did, new rock stars did a really good breakdown of each and every one of the times mm-hmm. and places that these charges were sent to. Go check them out if you want a complete breakdown of all the places they were sent. Um, Absolutely. A couple highlights that I did see was Vormir. 
Vormir is where the Soul Stone was being held, but she that was in like twenty three fifty something that she sent a charge to. Um, Asgard in two thousand and four, which would be like four years prior to the first Thor movie. She sent yes. a charge there. Um, wasn't one to New York City? Too? I think there was a New York one. There was an Oklahoma. There was a Tennessee. Colorado. There were Ego. Ego, the Living Planet. Yeah. Uh, Morag. Uh, Nowhere, the Celestial Skull from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. That yes. one was yes. on the list. Yep. All kinds of places. I think they got a, a total number of 40-some different places. But like I said, what does this mean? You know, like... The like we said, you know, at the TVA right. headquarters, well, everybody's flipping right. out. It's going into chaos. Like, everybody's leaving the TVA. That right? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's leaving the TVA. Okay. And the TVA is now unguarded. Right. Yeah. I think that I seen a clip in a trailer of Loki flipping his daggers. Okay. In and in the trailer, it looks like he was at the TVA. And there was, like, alarms and shit going off. Okay. So I'm thinking in this next episode, we're gonna he's going right back to the TVA because I think that's where she's going. I think she set these, bomb, uh, these bombs off, the reset charges, right? Okay. She bombed the timeline, mm-hmm. and it set everything in the chaos. They showed the sacred timeline with branches galore coming off of them. Yes. Right. Yes. So then they're sending out all their squads mm-hmm. to respond to all these timelines because you have to get to them before they reach the red line or else they can't change it. That's too late. Mm-hmm. So now the TVA is understaffed. The female Loki is going after the TVA. Okay. Uh, that was my last question was... We see Loki going after her when she goes through the time door. Right. Is he going to stop her? Uh, I'm asking you what you think, okay? This is your opinion. I think Loki's still playing neutral. I was just about to say, do you think he's going to stop her, or do you think he's going to join her? Or do you think he's going to pretend to join her? You know what I mean? The thing about Loki— Loki's so mischievous. So. Thing about Loki is you can't ever take him at face value. No, you okay? can't trust him. You can't you take can him never for what he him. says. Um, personally, myself at the moment, I think he is still neutral. He's still for himself. Okay. Okay. Loki is very selfish and he is very very self oriented and out for his own goals and his own prosperity. Well, like I said, you can't trust him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he literally stabs everybody in the back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll never do it but, again. But when we saw him watching, um, you know, the his different timeline from when his mom died. Right. And from when he got killed from Thanos, we saw a side of him. He was upset. Right. Like he was crying okay. when he saw his mom dying. But after And he got that, really upset when he died, too. It was after that when he betrayed the TVA the first time, when they went out to the field to the medieval, uh, to the to the um, uh, Renaissance Fair, yes, right where yes. Uh, she took over B twenty's mind and beat the hell out of the squad. Yeah, he stalled them for time there and tried to persuade them to take him to the timekeepers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then he got a bunch of shit, 
And then Mobius tells him, hey, this is your last chance. And he puts him at the table with all that paperwork. Yeah. And he goes, here's a, here's a trick. Pretend your life depends on it. And he walks away. And then Loki goes to the librarian and start ask, starts asking for files pertaining to the beginning of time and uh, the end of time and the creation and all that. And that's classified. That's classified. He's still, he's still trying to figure out his own way through this. He's out for himself. And Mobius yeah. is reading right through him. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right through yeah. him. And yeah. if you remember, I think after it's all said and done with, Mobius has no loyalty to Loki. Even though he's kind of showing a loyalty to Loki, like, hey. He's using him. You help me out, right? He said it straight up. He told us. Um, Loki asked him, he goes, why are you helping me? And he goes, Here's two reasons. Pick one. One, I see a scared little boy and some and you know, I kind of feel bad for the ice run. Or two, I really want to catch this guy and I'm going to tell you whatever I need to tell you. Right there he said it. Yeah. He's using him. He's using him. He's using him. And whenever Mobius gets what he wants, he no longer needs this variant Loki. He'll just get rid of him. And I think Loki knows that too. He doesn't trust the TVA either. What I foresee happening, yes, Mobius ends up like creating or like there's a bond that will be created between Loki and Mobius. And I think that even though Mobius said, you know, hey, I'm just using you right now, mm -hmm. you know, by I the think by the end of it, he'll be on a jet be, ski together. Yeah, like. <laughs> Not a jet ski together. No, I just feel like Mobius will. Well, no, have... remember, Mobius wants to ride a jet ski. Yes, he does. And he'll be on that jet ski. By the end it. of this season. I believe so. We yeah. will see Owen Wilson cruising on a jet ski. And in then the, Loki. In the 90s. And then Loki. In the 90s. Yeah, because he's drinking Josta all the. Man, you remember Josta? Josta and uh, Boku. Do you remember Josta? Yeah. I love them. Anyways, yes. Loki will be on one jet ski and Mobius on the other. Yep. But no, I'm just saying, like, I can foresee them like creating like a friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's just how it works. Eventually maybe. Um, I honestly maybe. see by the by the end I'm of this hoping. series. Listen, by the end of this series, one way or another, I don't know exactly how everything's going to play out, mm -hmm. but by the end of it. I have a really strong feeling that we're going to have a kid Loki. By the conclusion of this series, we are a going to have kid. a we are going to have a kid Loki. There is a kid Loki in the comic books who becomes oh a my. member of the Young Avengers, and Marvel is clear, clearly building a Young Avengers team right now. If you look, um, you got in the Ant Man movies, you got Scott Lang's daughter Cassie Lang. Yeah. She becomes yeah. stature. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Ms. Marvel. Kamala Khan. Captain Marvel. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's getting her own TV series. Okay. You already have Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah. During yeah. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we were introduced to, uh, uh, what was his first name? Ramirez, who ends up becoming the new Falcon. Yes. And then yes. Um, when they met up with Isaiah Bradley, Isaiah Bradley's 
uh, grandson there become super patriot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot. And then in um, WandaVision, you got Billy and Tommy, Wiccan and Speed. These are but, all members of the Young Avengers. But who would become Kid Loki? I don't know who's gonna who they're gonna cast. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, how would you get a Kid Loki uh, in the comic books? Um, I mean, Loki's not with a, a woman or anything. No, 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 no. To have it, kids with her? No, no. Listen. Don't you shush me. <laughs> okay, in the comics, Loki, whenever he dies, his soul gets transferred into a new body. Okay. Okay. So there is a cycle uh, with Asgard that, you know, um, Ragnarok comes, Asgard is destroyed, and the the people of Asgard are reborn mm-hmm. into a new form. That's how we get Lady Loki in the comic books, because Loki's soul went into the body of Sif. Remember Sif? She was part of Thor's group of fighters, the chick? Yes. That, yes. Her name On the is, horse? Yes. Yes. Her name is Sif. Okay. Loki's soul went into her body, and it turned into Lady Loki. And then in another comic run, when his... Soul was recycled. It came. He came back as a kid. He came, I think, in Paris or something like that. He came back as this kid, and Thor took him in under his wing and raised him. Okay. Yeah, and it was it, he was trying to right his wrongs. And then there's a teenage Loki who becomes the agent of Asgard, and yeah, are the, comics. The comics just go on forever, don't they? Yes, they they do. Nobody ever dies. Nobody ever really lives. It just goes on and on and on. Exactly. It's great. It's great stories. Gotta love it. So, you got anything else for Loki? No. All I can say is that I really, really enjoy it. I love it. You know, it gives me like, um, like a Tim Burton vibe. Yes. We were discussing that. Especially the score. Yes. Right off the get that. That wobbly, that yep. wobbly organ synthesizer yeah. sound. Yeah. It, it, Even the darkness, like there's a there's a lot of uh, like the the show's not like bright and not your cheery. T- right. It's it's very dark and ominous, and a lot of Tim Burton films are that way. Right. Right. So right, yeah. and um, like your 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 scenes are all color themed. Yes. You know, like yes. the TVAs, everything's that orange color. Yes. Um every all the all the machine, everything's analog. Mm-hmm. You know, typewriters and the very first computers. And- yeah. And you notice that like Edward Scissorhands was like that. Right. Um right. Freaking uh oh my gosh, what was the other one I was going to say? Um even when he did Willy Wonka um, freaking! I love Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. I haven't seen that in a long my time. Favorite, love it. Even when he did the animated, yeah, uh, he didn't films. do Beetlejuice, did he? Tim Burton did Beetlejuice. Yes, he did. He yeah. did. Beetlejuice. Thank you. Beetlejuice. Did Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Love Beetlejuice. Even that's about that, due, that's about due for a reboot, huh? Yeah, nobody can replace Michael Keaton I, as yeah. Beetlejuice. No. They'd probably butcher it like all the other stuff they reboot nowadays. I know. So. I know. No, I was going to anyway, say, 
like all the animated <laughs> stuff, like Nightmare Before Christmas, Corpse Bride. Yeah. You know, those ones. It's, it's always that same dark, ominous theme. I love it. I love it as well. Super cool. So, yes, very excited for uh, episode three of Loki. Mm-hmm. I love it Wednesdays. so far. It's on Wednesdays. I know. Yeah. I know. It's pretty cool. So, awesome. do you love it so far? Because I do, I, dude. I'm, I'm, a, I'm fucking in. Yeah, I'm in a hundred percent. Seat, seatbelt is buckled. Five points in, and I'm ready to rock. Yeah, we have our alarm set every Wednesday yeah. morning to get I, up. I got, well, I gotta make sure I can watch it before I roll out the door to work. Exactly. I tell, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yep. That way, I can ponder on it. Yeah, yeah. Such so. a good show. Uh Hope you guys are watching it as well. Yeah. So then you guys can let us know down in the comments what you guys think about the show so far as well. Absolutely. And if you think it is in fact Lady Loki or is it Enchantress or possibly somebody else. Or a combination of both. Or a combination of both. Either way. Hell yeah. Let us know in the comments below. Comments, like, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Yes. Um, That way you're... You know, whenever we got something new coming your way. Yeah, hit the bell. And uh, pass the word around. If you like what you see, pass it on. Absolutely. And we will see you on the next one. My name's Fred. My name's Adrian. And we are FNA. See you guys. We'll see you later.